Welcome to Two Arabs and a Podcast, a show with no limits. Dating, business, martial arts, self-defense, and the life of two Arabs in America. Arabs in America. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your hosts, the owner of Warrior Academy, the son of an immigrant, international traveler, black rank in Krav Maga, a jiu-jitsu practitioner, and Brazil's national champion, and of course, 2018 self-defense instructor of the year, a bodyguard and military combative instructors, none other than Franz Azar, joined by his co-host, Omar Aswan, the owner of Warrior Tactical Training, Published author, doctor of criminology, world traveler, fluent in four languages, a military combat contractor, and a first-generation immigrant. The show begins now. Welcome to another episode of Two Arabs in a Podcast. I'm Omar Aswad, joined by Firas Adab. It's been a couple months now, so we do apologize, guys. It's uh, It's been hectic. Firas went through surgery, and I'm planning a wedding, which I think is worse than going to hell, honestly. <laughs> Again, I'm going to say this. You did this to you. I did. I did. It's, uh, I, I'll call I, my good friend Kelly McCann. You did this to you. I guess I enjoy pain and suffering. <laughs> I don't know. What can you I like say? like the mental pain. Exactly. I guess so. That's why I'm uh, getting married and planning a wedding. I'm it's, the guy that got divorced twice, so I I should not be giving advice about marriage. <laughs> so. Yeah. So uh, today, it's a good topic that we have. It's about motivation and, and self-motivation. And I feel like it's a good topic that we've been talking about back and forth for a couple of weeks mm. now. And we got a lot of questions about well, it. Well, we see it also among our academy. I mean, you've noticed how many speeches have been given to talk to the students about that. And I noticed there's like, I mean, we are calling it motivation, lack of motivation, but it's on a bigger, serious level, I think, going on in this country. Don't you think so? I mean, you're the one that pulls statistics and stuff. And, um, and I think some of the numbers are alarming of what's going on with the general consensus. Um, I agree with you. I'm looking up a couple of studies and it says major depression is one of the most common diseases in the United States. Okay. And I mean, depression causes things where lack of interest and, and yes. you know, lack of motivation, sleepness and things like that. So I think it's good to, to address like things like depression. Also, the, the, uh, here I'm looking at a study that says depression in the United States doubled almost in between 2013 and 2016. It went, um, this is according to uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Wow. They released yeah. a report. Of course, about the insurance company. Yeah. They're insurance company yeah. their, their report they measured the 41 million people that they insure and they said their diagnostic increased 33 percent in depression between 2013 and 2016 and it's twice more likely in a woman than a man but even men are doubling and women are doubling so it I, seems I, like i honestly see it a lot of men now I mean, maybe they're going with their statistic because of the treatment. Uh, but anyway, on a, on a joke side, I have depression because of my bill from Blue Cross of Blue Shield. But, 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 but you know what's what's crazy here? They're they're saying the the majority of increase, sixty three percent of the increase, is between uh, kids to uh, twelve to seventeen year olds. Think about that. so they're young adults. So let's not Think before about that right people now. are going to make assumptions it's yeah. because of politics, because yeah. of this. No, no, these are twelve to seventeen years old kids. They have nothing to do with Trump. They have nothing no. to do with Democrats. They're just you know it's it's increasing. Well, I mean, the, the sick part about all this, and I call it sick, I, the problem is we're diagnosing it and we're just dumping pills on them. We're not helping the situation. Somebody can somebody, I mean, honestly, I, I'm going to use myself as an example. I mean, if people follow my Instagram, uh, especially I'm active more there and Facebook, I am a bit now. They've seen a shift in me and a change. And a lot of things I myself realized, and I went through a change, to be honest with you. You might not know this, and I didn't tell a lot of people because I don't share, but after my surgery, by a week, I almost died in my bed. 
And see, you looked at me like, what? And I'll tell you what happened. And I, I, that was my wake-up call. Well, for the longest time, I've been going like a train. Non-stop. So much business focus, so much go and go, go, go. I just, like, forgot about a lot of things. And, you know, a lot of issues happened along the way. And, you know, you sit and you just hold your anger and you gripe about it. And you want to blame this. So, anyway, going back to what this thing happened to me, um, I suffer from CT, which is, you know, from the brain trauma and all that. And part of the things I need to stay away is from heavy-duty opiates. Yeah. Well, they prescribed. Uh, my friend came to help me create that time to take care of me, and she was just following what the doctor gave. So a couple of days – no, it was like a couple of days after I was in bed, and she heard me, like, making weird noise. So come on, knock in. She's like, Fraz, and woke me up. I got up. I felt I was in a pile of sweat. Pukes are coming out of my mouth. I wow. ran to the bathroom and I started vomiting and vomiting and shivering and shaking. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, she, of course, freaked out and she even uh, she started texting and calling Lenny. She's like, I don't know what's going on. There's a weird reaction going on with him. Long story short, the doses were too high. These assholes. They just wrote a crazy number from the uh, after the surgery. And they just dosed the hell out of me. I literally was going to die. The doctor said that could have killed me. Mm-hmm. If I, she didn't wake me up, I would have choked on my vomit and died. Yeah. So that by itself just gave me kind of a wake up call. I was like, man. That was just like that. You know, but I agree with you. I think that the healthcare overall, and this is not a political talk, is, mm. is focused on, you know, giving pills, giving yes. pills, giving pills. Yes. I used to work in a, in a company that, you know, specializes in pharmaceutical stuff. And I see it firsthand, computer stuff. They they send bills or, you know, reports to doctors of how many medication they prescribed so the doctors can send it to the company and get refunded. So they're basically making money off prescribing things. And that's why they treat things. Like in the U.S., I remember as a child when I went to, with doctors in Europe with my dad, they would tell any person, hey, you're overweight. You know, my dad by no means was obese or anything. He was like overweight, regular person. They're like, hey, you're overweight. Maybe you should exercise. Maybe you should do this in here. I go now to doctors and they don't say that to at all. They're like, oh, no, no, you're good. Uh, here's medication for, you know, heart problems. Here's medication for this. They never mention dieting anymore. And I, and I mean, I see it and I'm sure you see it. Just like this week, I start dieting. And within a week, I even was telling my fiance, I was like, hey, I'm sleeping better. Mm-hmm. I'm in better mood. I'm more energetic. I have all these things going on in my life versus the general public is obese. Majority of the U.S. is obese and nobody gives a shit about dieting and they're getting diseases like depression and, and things like that. And nobody's addressing it. They're like, here's depression medication. Here's uh, social anxiety medication. Here's anxiety medication. Here's this and that. Oh, yeah. Nobody's actually addressing the fact there that there is a pill for any complaint you can bring to the doctor. But, but you can solve 90% of the problems. I'm not saying all of them, but at least 90 by diet and exercise. I will, t- I will get to that right now. That's why when I, you, what you said, you hit the hammer. It's not just diet. Diet and exercise is part of it. There's another thing too, but diet, which is what you eat. We've messed up the whole word diet these days. They think it's cutting weight and this. No. It's a healthy way of eating. And your healthy diet, you know? And so we kind of put a stigma on it. But... Part of the things I've done, I changed in myself, and it, it changed me. Uh, I am more happy. I, my relationship with friends and colleagues and stuff is much different. And honestly, it started with one thing. I quit the bullshit of uh, not taking responsibility. And I'm taking what I mean, take responsibility. And I, I hope our listeners can understand this. I took responsibility for everything that happened to me. You know how I did that? Yeah. I literally said, first of all, I, uh, I started uh, watching this guy, Sadhguru. And I want to put him in our notes later when we get into Sudika. A lot of our followers can go. And he's a yogi. And here's the difference, guys, between yoga in America and real yoga. Yoga is a way of life. And I now start doing it with a couple of guys that are Hindus from India. 
Okay? But it's not it's a full-on meditation. And it's full on, mm-hmm. not this hot yoga beer with you. You know how we blame us things up here. Like yeah. martial arts. You see us in this business. Uh, it became a joke. It the is. same thing with anything. Anything comes here, let's destroy the main thing and let's make it let's market it. Marketing. And that's how they destroy it. So I got involved with that and I started listening to them. And to be honest with you, I'm like, this is why they have a longer lifespan. There is a part in their brain they awaken. And one of them is started with, I decided, I did a big post. Everything happened to me, I took responsibility. From people that have screwed me in my work and my business, from friends, relationship. Why? Because I knew it's coming. To be honest with you, every person now that you, me and you know, I don't have to bring it up anymore, that did whatever it did to me, I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. But I ignored it. That's where I said, I'm not blaming them. I am. I took responsibility and I forgive myself. Exactly. I moved on. Literally, it was a complete shutdown. Now, why I'm saying this, and I'll explain to you. And one of the things that got my attention when I watched Sadhguru first say it, then I went to this other guru, we have him in town, and I said, the human himself, and that's a sister in class, we are a a superior being because of one thing, the mind. It is true. It's two faculties in our mind that we suffer from. See, when I use suffer, it shouldn't, but we ended up suffering. We have two faculties in our, our mind. First of all, it's called vivid sense of memory and uh, a, a magnificent imagination. Vivid sense of memory, even when Sadhguru talked about it, I was like, man, that makes sense. Vivid sense of memory is basically you can think and you can remember. This is how now where we suffer. We go back 10 years ago. Who did what to me? What happened yesterday? You see what I'm saying? We're not in the moment. The other faculty is of us, our our magnificent sense of imagination, the overthinking. You can use your imagination, which is called the, uh, the thinking part, of how to solve something. That's fine. You need that. But what we do is we overthink and worry about things coming up. See, that's, that's true. what sets everybody. We don't live the now. And to use it with the animal kingdom, and the simplest um, example you can live, the difference between why you don't see animals sitting there, basically... Go after a cat or an ant, one of the smallest things outside. You come to it, it doesn't know you. It's not going to sit there and say, all right, I'm so depressed, just fucking get it over with, step on me. Mm-hmm. They fight. No, 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 no. Why? No. Because they're living the now. See the difference? They value life. We don't. And this is where I, uh, the difference happened with me when I started living today. I don't care about to yesterday or tomorrow. If it happened yesterday, that's a lesson. All right. That's very true. I got it and moved on. But if I start thinking, I look at my account, oh my God, tomorrow, and all the stresses I live, the business, this, it, it ate me up. It ate me up. And people start convincing themselves that they deserve the bad things happening to them oh, because the of worst. their past. I, They're I, like, oh, because I had this, this, that experience, blah, 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 I deserve all the bad shit that's coming in my life because I'm a bad person. Well, you're not a bad person. You just probably did bad experiences or had hiccups here and there, mm-hmm. but you have to let go of your past and I'm use it as a learning experience. Because I'm afraid when I said, and I have some worry sometimes, you know, sometimes listeners can think, when I said, hey, when I said I took responsibility, it's not that I did bad things. It's not that, I, oh, I should deserve it. I took responsibility, meaning I understood why this happened. Yeah, understand the I, consequence. I knew it. And that's it. No, I'm not exactly. sitting here, I deserve it. They did it to me. I, you know, no, 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 not at all. I think it's the same thing in relationships. If people start taking responsibility, right, here we go. And instead of saying, "Oh, she broke up with me. She's a piece mm-hmm. of shit," blah blah blah, you could easily say, 
well, I wasn't treating her as good as she deserved. Uh, maybe, you know, we're not compatible. Take personal responsibility. I feel like that solves a lot of things. But I recently, of all of us sit down and, and think about that, actually, in a lot of our relationships. But but it's I feel like it's, it's getting worse because I recently I had this conversation and uh, a quote unquote man told me, he's like, well, a man never, never apologizes. I said, if he never apologizes, then that basically never takes responsibility. Yeah. And he never admits what he did was wrong. So how can you learn from your mistakes if you never acknowledge that you did something wrong, even though you know it's wrong? I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm like, that's a bullshit mentality to have. But I feel like that's the general mentality. It's like, never own up to things, never take responsibility, and just blame it on everybody else but yourself versus, you know, things. And, and I mean, just going back to the obesity point. Okay. Because, you know, I saw, we, we both have discussed this before, even on the podcast. We've seen cultures like the Middle Eastern culture, European culture, where depression rates are not this high by no means. You have countries that are war-torn, and they still don't have depression as much as the United States. Well, when uh, the bomb when uh, it goes off and people still playing soccer exactly and drinking tea and it's yeah. 200 degrees weather there's no electricity oh, really? but but you know what I noticed is and I was just talking to my dad even the sizes of the shirts because I was looking at I was looking this this size I'm wearing right now it's an American company I wear large when I went to Versace just recently to buy a shirt my size is 4XL when yeah. I told my dad, I was like, hey, dad, you're in Turkey. Can you send me a shirt? He's like, send me your measurements. He goes, well, I can't find 7XL. I'm like, what do you mean 7XL? He goes, well, your size is 7XL. I'm like, no, no, I'm not 7XL. I'm large, dad. He goes, no, your size is 7XL. So in Turkey, I'm 7XL. In, in Europe, Versace, Gucci, all these brands, I'm 4XL. In the US, you're like, oh, you're just large. And obesity does contribute. Like I was looking at this study that says obesity is often associated with things like sadness, anxiety, and depression. So... What, I, what my theory is, and obviously there's no thing, like there's no proof, but it's a theory that if obesity causes anxiety, depression, lack of motivation, and things like that, then what makes us think that the majority of people who are obese are experiencing these things, but instead of somebody telling them, hey, you're fat, that's why you're actually feeling anxious and depressed, we're going to, to the end and be like, oh, you're depressed, you're depression medication. And I mean, this 2010 study found uh, out- Omar, by the way, that's not a theory. It's proven that it's true. No, exactly. What I'm telling you, it's scientifically even proven by what you're saying. That's what I'm going to mention right now. A okay. 2010 study found that people who are obese are 55% more likely to develop long-lasting depression over the course of their life over people who are not depressed. So we have a general population, and I mean it's a cycle, because you have a general population that's fat as fuck. They don't want to exercise. Because they're fat as fuck, the food they're eating, they're feeling sluggish, depressed, anxious, lack self-confident. They don't want to exercise because, again, they don't have the motivation to show up to the gym. And on top of it, they start developing, oh, I'm depressed and I'm this and that. And I've had this conversation with one of your students, by the way. I told him, I was like, hey, you're depressed because you stopped showing up for two months. Maybe if you show up, you wouldn't be depressed. And he's like, no, 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 I'm depressed. I was like, no, you're depressed. And, you're and, and, and they just put it on Facebook. It's I a cycle. Yeah, but it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Voicing, hey, hi, everybody, I am depressed. That doesn't help. No, no, show up and do something about it. Yes, that, that's the thing. And well, this is what I want to get into. You know, um, obesity is part of it, but I tell you what. There's even people that are not obese are depressed. I know, but more likely to be yeah, yeah, yes. due to obesity. And I feel mm -hmm. like the general public in the United States is obese. Oh, it, it, they don't take care of themselves here big time. They, there's a pill and an excuse for everything. And there's that. And, you know, the old me will be hard in the fuck up. This. I'm not into that kind of life anymore, to be honest with you. And I am more of, I give an advice and... They don't do it. I don't anymore. Exactly. You, you see, even my posts, I'm more calmer than that because I figure I get so charged up because of some student quitting 
And I felt like it's almost like uh, it's like I treated like a loss because you invest in everything. Yeah, and then it's, so now I was like, no, what I do is my joy. It was started becoming not my joy, and I had to figure out where's my problem. Yeah. It was that. So I was like, ah, they quit. What can I do? I put the energy out. Be that there are more students come in that want to learn and keep continue going. The thing is here, and I, I tell you that. A lot of the problem with not just whole food and that people here have depended so much. And I've worked in the mental uh, uh, institutes and all that. They want somebody to always guide them. There's nothing wrong to seek help. Absolutely. That is nothing wrong with that. And we all have coaches. We all have, I do. All that. But you have to do something. And if you don't do something, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. But but again, it comes down to people don't want to take responsibility, and I feel like it's a cycle. So you, let's I'm talking a specific or not a specific example, just a general example. Yes. Let's say you're fat, you develop depression, and you know you lack self confidence. You don't want to go out. You're like, oh, I don't have the quote unquote motivation to go to the gym. I don't want to do anything about it. And then you sit in sorrow and cry yourself on Facebook. I'm depressed. I'm fat. I can't make my relationships work. And it's everything. It's like domino effect. Everything falling. But if you take the first step, and maybe instead of going to a doctor and getting prescribed for depression, depression, stop the cycle early and be like, hey, let me go join an exercise program. Let me change my diet. Let me force myself to go out. I mean, honestly, if 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 I every time I woke up and I didn't feel like going to the gym, I didn't go to the gym, I probably wouldn't have exercised in the last six months. Uh-huh. But it's like, hey, man, I'm really tired. It's Monday. It's fucking long as fuck. Do I really want to go to an hour and a half of ass kicking crap? My God, I really don't. But what I do is I force myself to show up. It's not like, oh, I'm sitting here waiting till God sends me motivation. I'm like, oh, now I'm motivated to go. I love it. No, I just force myself to do it. And people always ask, they always ask me, they're like, how do you find more motivation to go all the time? I don't. I just force myself to do it. I woke up today. I didn't feel like going to the gym. It's a beautiful day outside. But what did I do? I went to the gym. I went with my friend. He's eating ice cream. I'm cutting weight. I force myself to sit there and not eat ice cream. It's not like I'm motivated and loving every moment of it. You just force yourself. But I've never in my life went to the gym or went to Krav and did it and left out and be like, man, I really regret going. Fuck my life for going. No, I always feel better because you have endor- you have the all this chemical reactions in your body that makes me go. feel better. Yep. And I feel better. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so thankful I showed up. Actually, in better mood. Everybody after class, after the beating I unleash on them, after that, I don't have all of you are like smiling and drenched in sweat. But everybody's smiling. Everybody's smiling. And they're talking like they're just high. No, exactly. That is your natural high. That it is, is a natural high. It is. It is. The, 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 all that dopamine and everything in your body start kicking in. And it's it's there. You have these things. But you have to learn to activate them. Let me go tell you this. When you talked about down and sitting on Facebook, your body, when I talked about the faculty of the brain, your entire body, you know, when I'm telling people why even science, what makes us different than animals is the brain. It is. The whole body itself is a memory. We're full of cells that have memory. So bear with me in a second. If I sit, like you said, let's say I'm using you, but it's not you. Okay, you come in. When Okay, here, for example, when you're feeling down, how does your body feel? Like shit, I'm tired, uh, lack energy. I'm like drinking six cups of coffee. Shoulder go down. Yeah. It's just like. I'm walking like, yeah. Funny. Now, compare that feeling when the first time you met your fiance. Happy, excited. You can Energetic. do a cartwheel. I bet yeah. your ass you can do a cartwheel if I yeah, ask you I can time. stay up to like th- th- six days in a row. See? I'm energetic. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. You already told your body, I want to die. 
Yeah. I'm talking about the depression. Yeah, exactly. So the body goes in, holy shit, we're shutting down, we gotta fix this. So then you decide one day, no, I'm not gonna die. What do you think inside's gonna happen? Exactly. So now one day when you're happy, your body starts shooting everything with you and it's happy. This is exactly what we're doing. We like it, you said it. We self-convince ourselves of this. It's all here. It is self So when we sit in and, and get up in the morning, instead of, I mean, we'll talk about advice of how to deal with things and how to get up, but when you get up in the morning and it's the first one, work, you're already, already set that day in a shit note right now. No, exactly. I see it when people post. I see it with that. I used to have a habit like that back in the day. Now I don't. I fight it completely. If I feel like I'm down or something, I, I have like a ritual. I meditate now more than ever. And I will go either turn my guru stuff on or listen to him or stuff. And I listen to that. And literally, it changes me 100%. You have to have a positive uh, thing. And it's not, some people are positive is just happy music. That's fine. Yeah. If you push. But always start feeding your brain. And because, like I said, when you say, oh, I'm down, you're ready. You're ready. It's told your body. No, exactly. And a negative mind can never achieve a positive thing. I, I firmly believe in that. You cannot be negative and depressed and go, you know, get a, a job interview and, and get the job. You're not going to walk into a bar and pick up a girl. You're not going to walk in on a date and woo the girl and mm -hmm. end up, you know, in a relationship because you already decided I'm in a negative mindset and kind of translates to everything in life. And, and it's just like you got to break the cycle. Like I think, I think it's, it's exactly as you said, it's mental, but motivation is like showering. You can't just be like, I want motivation or you can't expect to sit at home and be like, I'm waiting for my motivation to show up. You got to break the cycle and get the fuck up, go to the gym, go do something in public, go to a concert, yeah. go do something. And, and you got to break that cycle. And then you got to be like, Oh shit, I actually feel so much better. I went out. I did this. I did blah, blah, blah. Or I worked out. And I mean, here's some of, I'm looking at the study that says the link between exercise and antidepressant. And it says releasing feel good endorphin, which we already know that uh, you know the chemicals in the brain. You just said that. Taking your mind off worries when you're working out, you're focused on working out and feeling good. You're not actually thinking about bills and, and the relationship and what she said and what he said. You gain more confidence when you're meeting your, you know, you're getting more fit, you're becoming more athletic. You gain more confidence and you're, and then more, more onto it, you meet people and you're social interacting. So you're forcing yourself. I'm not just going to sit at my desk all day and work on my computer and go home. Yeah. I'm actually going to go talk to people and, you know, have small conversations here and there in any gym and cop in a healthy way. You're basically, every time you feel bad, you go to the gym and have a workout versus, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to sit at home and cry or drink a bottle. Yeah. And, and, and you got to break that cycle. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a good time to do things. Like I, I will use myself as an example. I gained weight in the last four months. I can sit here and cry about gaining weight and say, well, I'm not going to go to the gym because I'm not in shape. Or I can suck it up and be like, no, no, I'm going to go to the sh gym. I am not in shape. I'm nowhere in, in a good shape to where I want to be. But I'm going to force myself to break that cycle. I can't just sit here and continue gaining weight. And I'm not going to feel bad for myself. I'm going to just do something about it. What I'm going to do is actually go diet and go to the gym. And you got to break that cycle. Otherwise, if you don't break the cycle, you'll see me two years from now, I'm probably like 400 pounds and be like, I'm depressed. I'm sad. How this and that. many people I have that, like I said, people are very sensitive now. And I learned, I'm becoming the opposite of what everybody will say. Fuck them, saying what you believe. It's not I want to hurt no one, it's not that. I just don't believe in yelling too much about it, you know? No. So what I've seen, and you've seen, people come in, get in the best shape of a life, and then they quit. Every time they come back, coach, I am fat, I am miserable. I was like, I, you stopped. Yeah. I mean, I'm, look at me. I fucking did this knee surgery. I haven't been training in so long, but I'm still training this upper body stuff. I'm not training the stuff that makes me, I, I want but I can't. Exactly. But then I see these guys. What is your excuse? 
There's no excuse. I just don't understand. But I, I, but they make that's the thing, man. They keep making this, and and here's the thing. Honestly, it falls down to this. Do you have the courage and the commitment? It's courage and commitment to make the possibility into a reality. We used to say, I don't, but make the impossible possible. Excuse my French, everybody. You dumb fuck. You already said make the impossible possible. How is that? Imp- that doesn't make sense. See the words that people use like, rah, 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 be your name. That doesn't work, you idiot. How are you going to change an impossible to possible? You see the mindset? Yeah, exactly. But when you say you make the possibility into your reality, that's look at the different of the, of the, in the mindset wise. But again, it's two things, courage and commitment. It is, and, and all, the courage and commitment to travel the distance, to te- make that possibility into reality. And it's not that, it's not easy. It's a lot it takes, but man, when you commit it, it will happen. Something will come out of that. And that's a lot of people who take their eyes off of it. No, exactly. And I and I agree with you 100 percent It's 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 what you do, what you surround yourself with. We talked oh. about a previous podcast we had about who you surround yourself with yep. and how being around negative Nazis. And it's it's if you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people, then you're going to be in the wrong mood. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. It's contagious. You, if I start sneezing, most likely somebody will start sneezing. Mm-hmm. If I start yawning, more likely yeah. you're going to start yawning. It's it's about that. When I'm in good mood and everybody's in good mood, it's just like that. Translates. Energies are translating. Yeah. And if you wake up in the morning and say, I'm dreading going to work, why don't you wake up? Like I do that. When I wake up and I'm like, fuck, man, I'm really sleepy. I don't want to go to work. I'm like, what if I was unemployed and not making this salary? How sad would I be? I'll be fucking wishing for the job I have. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, no, I'm actually thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that I'm making money. I'm thankful that I work in a nice place. I'm thankful for this thing. You start thanking things. I do a game in the mornings. I, I do the three things. Just wake up in the morning. When I'm like down, I'm like, three things I'm thankful for. Just in my head. And I wake up and I'm in good mood. I wake up and I'm nice and, you know, things. I even tell my fiance, I'm like, don't ever discuss anything bad. Like, you have a flat tire? Don't tell me till two, three hours into the day. I don't want to start my day with a negative thing. If, if the car burns down, good. We have insurance. Don't tell me till three hours passes. I don't want anything bad at all. The first three hours, I want to be in positive mindset because that will set my day. When something becomes bad, I'm like, I'll deal with it. Yeah. Versus if the first thing I wake up and say, oh, I have flat tire. Fuck, the day is fucked. Uh, I know. Um, I've been through it uh, this week. Uh, a couple of people text me about they're seeing somebody do this. I'm like, I don't want to look at this stuff every morning to hear this stuff. Or who did or what happened and all that. But, you know, when you talk about negative energy, for instance, best example, my, the academy, where you train at, my academy, right? Yeah. Have you noticed the latest energy you have in the academy? Yeah. Once we get rid of a lot of negative people? Yeah. Right. The energy just went out. Both sides. Exactly. Just like, it's just like a whole different thing. And it's not like I kicked off 20, 30 people. It's a handful, like four, three people. And you see how contagious they made, like a dark cloud in the place. And you have to just make sure you know to cut that. You can't keep that going. And like I said, when I took responsibility, I've seen behavior and I neglected it. It was like, I'm giving more benefit of the doubt. Man, negative people can't change. No, they cannot. There's miserable, miserable people that will take you. And I've made that mistake of trying to change a negative person. No, they they brought me down with them. And instead of me bringing them up, they brought me down. Mm -hmm. And it's it's, you can't deal with negative energies because they see everything as negative. Versus positive people, they see everything majority of time or force it or fake it to feel positive. And instead of me feeling negative about everything, I just feel positive about things. Well, honestly, here's another thing. Uh, Faking it is not correct. I'll tell you what. 
there is a positive in everything when you look at it. When there's something bad happened, and you look at it, all right, you just said, I wrecked my car. No, oh, I'm going to tell you about me. One douchebag hit my uh, damn uh, fucking car. Yeah. Okay. This car has been cursed like for a year. Yeah, like four wrecks. So it happened. I looked at it. And I was like, well, the bumper didn't fall. No fire. My car didn't explode. Yeah. I'm okay. It's drivable. It's, it's okay. There's nothing really severe with it. I'm like, yeah. Man, the back end of the knee, I would have thrown a tantrum. I would have posted, F these people that don't know how to drive. Blah, 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 and continued. And then have the people, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. You know how it is? Yeah. And then you go on that. And it, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a continuous uh, thing. It is. And... I have to figure I, I honestly figured out with my own ways and the way after this was just like I'm not going to simmer in it for instance I got and I'm not going to mention this because that's a promise but I get somebody like so-called competitors go on my Google and give me the worst defaming review ever back in the day I would have went nuts and went and attacked them so I went I looked at it and I was like man this is low this is not correct so I complained and I filed a Google uh, complaint they deleted it everything wiped out they even gave me the information where the location of who I've done that, like the city and that, because they can only I have to file a suing case for defamation. But if got solved, exactly. that's it. And I, I didn't even want to go. Do not let it ruin your day. No, hey. Because here's the thing. Let me ask you a question, fellas. Mm-hmm. If you if you're walking and you won't go to an ATM, we both don't carry cash. But let's imagine you go to an ATM, get yeah. one thousand four hundred and forty dollars, one thousand four hundred forty dollars, and you realize you get to the car, you drop forty dollars. Would you take the one thousand four hundred and burn it and cry over it and toss it in the trash, or yeah. be like, "Fuck it, it's forty dollars out of fourteen hundred. Yeah. I don't give two shits. It's forty dollars out of fourteen hundred. Well, there's fourteen hundred forty minutes in a day, and what I'm talking forty minutes. Most problems don't even last forty minutes. Ten minutes, five minutes. You have a negative. Yeah, we have. We sit on it the day. But but yeah. why why would I let a guy cutting me in traffic mm-hmm. for one minute ruin an entire fourteen hundred minutes? That's dumb. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to work and have been in negative mode. I'm going to stress everybody out of my job. I'm going to go to the gym and stress everybody. I'm going to show up and fight with my fiance. I'm going to fight with my dog. Why? It's one minute. Why not let it go? Yeah. Even fucking 40 minutes a day. Let it go. Yep. It's easier to let go let go of things and not you know be shaking on it and be like tired and stressed out because it's not worth it. And I feel like people should take up, as you mentioned, and I know we're beating the same you know point, yeah, but, but people, people should take personal responsibility. People should take personal responsibility to realize bad things happen to everyone. Your bad things are not just happening to you. There's happens things that come to everyone. Out of nowhere, and there's things we have to take responsibility because we saw we, we knew. We knew. We and there's things that are yeah. random that, yeah. that you don't expect. Or, that, you, or, know, you don't expect that. Like right now in front of me, this car comes through our uh, studio right now. Exactly. We don't know things. This could happen that yeah. you don't expect. Um, but you don't you don't let drool and, and, and ruin the day and just you know go with your day. You know, uh, we were in St. Louis recently and we had a bad experience with the hotel. Yeah. And we checked in. I posted about it on my social media and I looked at my fiance. I was like, all right, let's go out and explore the city. She's like, you're not in a bad mood? I'm like, no. I posted about it. I got my rant out of the way and we're done. Let's go explore the city. Yeah. I'm not going to be in a city. I'm in St. Louis for a day. Let it ruin my trip because of one idiot at the check-in counter. No, fuck him. I'm going to go on with my day and I'm going to go live my life and go explore the city and have fun and do the things I wanted to do and just let that five minute be five minutes. Yeah. And the next day it was fixed. They fixed it and they corrected the issue. No problem. But but instead, if I sat down on it and was mad all night, I would ruin my trip. Possibly, I would get the same result, but I just lost the day and didn't take pictures. The next poor didn't eat, didn't do anything. 
So why would you let it ruin things? And and I'm not saying depression doesn't – there's people who are severely mm-hmm. depressed that yes. they need medication. Yes. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying the majority of people could solve their problems through exercise and dieting and taking responsibility and having a mental check. And, yep. This is why I recommend for people, if they believe in that, start meditation. That's how you balance your mind. Here's the thing. When I look at people, think about it. I'm going to ask you a question. If you have no balance, I'm not talking brain, your body doesn't have balance. Yeah. And I was like, Omar, I need to go up on the roof on these steps. Are you going to go up? No, fuck no. See what you just said? You said, fuck no. no. Now, how the hell everybody is walking with an unbalanced mind? They're still trying to climb everything. See? Exactly. See how it is? Exactly. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And literally, meditation, even training is a form of meditation because you are focused in this. Meditation is not about sitting and chanting. Like people think, I am trying to collaborate, calibrate my brain to focus. Half of the time, I am focused on my breathing and things are coming to my head. It's how you fight them off. Once you start becoming more and more at it, it's like training. That's how. And it's what it takes after a whole day. It's a 10-minute thing. All the exactly. people do this. It's just like you said, yours is like, I get up, I am thankful. You're 10 minutes. That is, that's a form. No, exactly, yeah. You're quiet. You focus on the, the things that is, and that's it. That is. You people need to understand they need this. When you come to diet, it's the healthy form, how to eat healthy. Make sure how you pick up your veg and even the meat. I'm starting to read things sometimes. I mean, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian. I'm kind of cutting a little bit because I even started thinking, and Sometimes I overdo it with so much meat. Sometimes I was like, it's slugging me, you know? No, but just try it. I mean, I invite people, try it, go for two weeks. I'm not telling you to go on juice diets and do crazy yeah, shit. I, I, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying go for two weeks, eat clean. Eat, I, you know, good meat, yep. eat good veggies, don't eat I sugar, would, honestly, cut on the a, donuts. And, fish and vegetable uh, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just just try it out. Don't, you know, cut the donuts, cut the sugar, stop drinking Starbucks coffee, go to the basics, meats. Uh, veggies. And there's nothing wrong by doing that stuff. You have just, days to cheat. Yeah, no, just just try it. try it for two three weeks and see how your body reacts. You're gonna notice you're sleeping better, you're feeling better, you're more energetic, you're more doing things. You don't need as much coffee. You're you know happier in yourself. You're more confident. You're lighter on your feet. And it just try it out. And if you like it, it doesn't have to be drastic changes in diet and i think that's the other thing is when it comes to motivation people set unrealistic goals and they uh-huh. set unrealistic uh-huh. goals and they, that, and, they fa- goals, yeah. and they fail and they're like oh i'm a failure no you didn't fail you just set unre- a goal that was not achievable in the time frame you can still going and if you set a goal if i set a goal like i set a goal right now to lose 15 pounds in 30 days that's a pretty big goal if i don't manage to achieve my goal does not make me a failure it just makes me the method I was doing to lose weight not effective. Sometimes I have to try something else. your goal else. could be so big for the time frame, for even the time frame of your life. Exactly. exactly. Some people yeah. have died not finishing their goal. Doesn't mean they have failures. That means it was a great goal. As long as you're working towards your goal, yes. as long as you're trying well, to Well, here we go goal. with that one. When I used to goals, and this is something I even challenge my students about, and it's this culture that has this problem. First of all, my issue is when you say life is a race. Okay, life is a race. So what is the end of the race? The end of the line? Death. So why am I racing? Right now, as me and you sitting, our life is ticking. Exactly. But do you see me now? I was like, oh, we got we, we to be doing this an hour because I got to enjoy my next uh, two, three hours of whatever I have in my life. No, because you have to live in the moment. It's to, it's to be in the now. And when you say goal, 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 this, this whole thing here, this is a goal-oriented country. 
culture. Just goals, 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 goals. It breaks down to this. And uh, unfortunately, they teach even in school. Set a goal. I set a goal. Then what? I don't have an idea how to achieve it. So, here's where, when it starts. It starts all with an intention. You just said it. I want to lose weight. That's not right now. That's just not anything. You just said it. Yeah, it's not crazy. So this right now, set a course to your mind. I want to lose weight. Now, here's the kicker. To the next after that, after the intentions, comes the process, which is the most important because the process is the end by itself. Because if you commit to the process, something will come up. Exactly. And you just said it in a different form. You said, it might work or not. That's the process. You may be fucked up. If I fucked up, I fucked up the process, not the goal, though. No, yeah, that's what I want to get with you. Hold on a second. So when you said that, when you said messed up, you didn't finish it. You didn't get to the goal, right? But the process itself, something could have gone. So you have to redo something. But they don't focus on the process. They focus on the goal. The goal is the consequences. I am doing this because of this. No. Now you already set your head and you set your mind. You set your own trap. You have trapped yourself right now. So I want to lose weight. That's my intention. Well, like me, I want to suck. I'm getting my own building. I announced it. I'm getting it. This is what I'm doing. But you have to have process to get there. Exactly. So if my goal to it, I'm doing it because I want to make money. Man, that's going to become such a bad drug nightmare to me at the end if I put it that because I'll be so um, disappointed because of the process. So now I'm focusing on the process. And that's the thing. When you so engross, something will come up. Again, it falls to what I said. Do you have the courage and the commitment to travel the distance? Exactly. That's your goal. The distance is the goal. It's very true. Everybody wants to just race, race. And if you lack how to get to your goal, That's right. then, then, then no. But, but here's the problem with that. If I say I want to lose weight and I lack knowledge about how to lose weight, mm-hmm. I'm most likely going to fuck around for a day or two, not lose weight, and then I'm going to lose my quote-unquote motivation and be like, fuck it, I can't achieve it, I'm not built to lose weight. Well, yeah, you are, but my method was not correct. Maybe if I hired a coach and asked him how to lose weight, it would help process. me. That's part of the process. Maybe but I also believe part of the process is fucking up. It's fine, but, but you can't have fuck-ups basically say, I can't do it. Well, that's what, that's exactly because they're thinking about the consequences. Because, because you could learn from it. If I, for example, for example, I'm going to, you know, for when it comes to weight losing, if I do, you know, a certain diet, everybody's different. For me, carbs are the enemy. A lot of people eat carbs and are fine. Uh, my fiance eats fucking donuts every day and she's perfectly thin. I can eat one donut and get two pounds. Yeah, so, so, especially the region we're from, it's yeah, very so, common in our genetics. So it's genetic for me. Yep. So if I if I start doing a diet, which I take online and says, oh, this is a weight loss diet and it's a lot of carbs, I'll end up not losing weight or not as fast as I want yeah. to versus I, I can't just be like, oh, I fucked up. I didn't lose weight. I can just look at the process, learn from it. What did I do wrong? What did I not do right? Maybe adjust my numbers. Maybe increase protein, lower carbs, do this, do that. It's adjusting the process. You can't just be, you learn from the experience. If you go to a job interview and you don't get the job, you don't quit get, applying for jobs. You're like, hey, what did I do possibly wrong in the job interview? Maybe I lacked the confidence in certain answer. Maybe I didn't know the answer to a specific technical question. Maybe I didn't, yeah. I was not making enough eye contact. Maybe I was not dressed nicely. You learn from it. And then once you learn from it, you go back and, and move forward in the, the next interview and you'll learn every single time. And I mean, honestly, it, this can be applied to everything. Like when I, when I, you know, recently a friend of mine, one of the friends, and you know him, mm. uh, 
before he was leaving town, he was asking me, he's like, Omar, how did you get so good to talking to women in public and you make friends with people and like very social butterfly? And I said, I wasn't always like that. I went out and used to go to bars in college. I was an awkward kid. Yeah. I had problems talking, but I like me forcing myself to go to the gym. I forced myself to talk to people. And the more I talk to people, the more fucked up, awkward conversations I have, the more I learned. Because I would have a fucked up, awkward conversation. I would walk away and be like, man, I fucked that up. Yeah. Man, I was awkward talking to this girl. Man, I was awkward talking well, to this person. It, it, how many and it took you? Uh, and it took, me a lot, it took me a lot of fuck ups. Mm-hmm. To, I'm like, oh shit, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this. To where I learned more to be more confident and know what to not fuck up. I don't go be awkward and be like, oh, I don't know what the fuck to say. Because I learned from it. The same thing with weight lose, or losing weight. The yeah. same thing with relationships. Same thing with anything. If you don't f- succeed the first time, don't give up. There's thousands of examples of people who failed and they still did it. Oprah Winfrey, uh, you know, Walt Disney, all these people who failed and failed and failed. Uh, what's his oh. name? The guy from Tesla uh, failed multiple times. Then he almost got, was losing, he lost everything. He almost declared bankruptcy, sold his yeah, car. I remember and was, one day he was crying when everybody turned against him. Yeah. Um, so and it kept happening and now he's on top again. Yeah. And things like that happen. Oh, man. Successful people that everybody just see when they're, I mean, I tell you, I'll be honest. If anybody other than so many close people have known how broke I've gotten this business sometimes, they wouldn't do it if I share yeah. my story. Everybody think, oh, look at his car and his house. And, but motherfucker, you don't know exactly how hard. Like a lot of students to, for, to come to the academy for those three hours, four hours, they don't know that prep would do all day. No, exactly. They I think you just showed up. Yeah, and I, I have to bring my energy up for them and that. And unfortunately... Uh, people don't see that. It is the process. It's like one idiot. I got, I'm going to open a gym. And like that. I was like, it's not going to be the easy. You're going to open a gym and people open up. He opens a gym. And I advise him. Every day he used to so much bitch. I was so glad I cut my friendship with that guy. He was so negative and miserable. And of course now he makes me his enemy. He's like, he thinks because I just cut him out. I cut him out. I was just a negative and uh, just an ethical guy. But the thing is, the amount of complaints. I told my coach one day, I joked with him. I was like, I'm going to open my gym. He's like, yeah. I know you every day like this because if I ever did, I am sorry. There's like, no, you never did. I'm no, but the person is negative. No, I, I know, yeah, yeah, but I just thought. Yeah. You know, maybe I was in a, but yeah, I know. I'm just saying because I, it's in a sarcastic way I was telling him too when I was talking to my coach. But he said the same thing. He's like, no, that's a negative that person. I mean, you just see it. But you know, here's the thing to go back to it. So when we look at all this, we have to sit here and start discussing about, other than just eat healthy, do this. The mindset is the more hardest thing. It is. Physical is physical. Anybody can do it. I'm telling you right now. There's nothing hard to do. When it comes to physicality, anybody can do it. You've seen the people. I prove it in my gym for my yeah. students. Very much I so. had legally blind students that yeah. ranked up. I had, it, everybody can do it, but it's here. It's mental. So the thing is for us to start talking about a lot of the habits. There's healthy habits. There's negative habits when it comes to the mental. I'm already hit the fence and he's good about the, the whole negative circle because he's been around them. And I'll let him share that kind of circle and how to just clean up. That's I think that's number one. Number one, exactly. You got to cut negative people off your life. You got to realize where the negative energy is and cut them out. Don't try to change them. Don't unmotivated be un- unmotivated people. Cut them out. Honestly, you don't need that. I surround myself with motivated people and everybody's motivation, they get motivated differently. Yes. So some people get really, really well on positive affirmations. Hey, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. 
I'm personally, I don't get motivated like that. I get motivated on the negative. You suck. You're a piece of shit. Keep going. Why the fuck you suck? Why yeah, some not? people have yeah, to like, like that. Yeah. Like your girl texts me. She's like, you can't lose 15 pounds in 30 days. You fucking suck. You fat fuck. That to me, I was like, fuck her. I'm going to go to the gym and kick two hours in the gym. And that's fucking like motivation to me. So you have, you surround yourself people who motivate you. And whatever they are, if you're a positive affirmation person who loves to get text messages or people tell you you're doing great, then surround yourself with like that. If you want competitive people who tell you you suck, man, and make it a competition, surround yourself with that. But if somebody's not really helping your goal, then why are they around in your life? Why are they taking space? They're not helping you. And they're not making your life better. Why are you surrounding yourself and giving them rent? And the other thing is when it comes to negative people, even when we cut them out, a lot of breakups and exes and, you know, old friends and old associates, why do you keep thinking about that? You're giving them a free rent in your head. And power. And power. Giving your power. And power. I'm yeah. thinking too much. What does this person is doing? What are they thinking? What are they? I don't give two shits what they're thinking. They're not part of my life anymore. And honestly, when people tell me an ex is talking about me or a, an old person that I had a problem Dude, that with that was my, my past, last week. I know. And I was like, everybody like, sorry to cut you out, but that was my last week. People talking about my ex or so, oh, so-and-so left and or works with this. I said, why? And, I, and honestly, I remember when I saw those texts, I stop responding to those people. No, no, I tell, and they got the hint. No, no, I tell I tell people I'm, uh, when people tell me, oh, so and so is talking shit about you, somebody you know from my past or even a guy that well, we you know, and I'm, and you know what I say I always say I'm very flattered. I'm very flattered that they think about me and they take that time of the day to still think about me and 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 talk about <laughs> me because obviously I play such an important role of their life. You to play me, an important role in a lot of people's life. I never see somebody I do, I do. after you. I know I have a lot of people going after me, but you know what? <laughs> I, I'm flattered, honestly. If you're thinking, if you're sitting at mid night in your house and instead of talking to your wife or going yeah. out clubbing or doing something and you're sending messages about me i'm thankful i'm really thankful that i play such an important role in your life that you're doing this because guess what i'm doing i'm out partying and, and having fun and making yeah. good experiences versus your miserable self is thinking about me i'm very flattered so you should not be the last you should not be the person who's sitting there thinking about your ex and what they're doing and hate them and talk shit about them fuck it let it go Build your life. Focus on building your own life and your own legacy and building, you know, a good future versus thinking about I'm gonna what my ex is doing and who she's dating and what she's wearing and what they're doing. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They're in the past anyway. Why yeah. does it matter? I don't show up to my old job and be like, oh, you guys, your chair sucks. Fuck it. You're our miserable cunts. Yeah. No, you're I supposed fucking... to look at us like, dude, we never thought about the day you left. Yeah. I was what like, what? Do? And I don't think about it. I'm like, I moved to a new job. You know what I focus on? The new fucking job. Yeah. I don't focus about, I wonder what my old job is serving today in the cafeteria. I don't give two shits. I don't really care. Why do I care? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. They're not thinking about me. I'm not thinking about them. Absolutely. I move on. on the, I think about the new job. So why why do people give energy to other people and think about them and spend time thinking about them? Blows my mind. Yeah. To get to that, um, there's a list I compiled. Uh, I have to look at my phone, you know, my memory. Until like, oh, brother, I got my notes. But um, what I shared with students, I mean, you can hit them back to back. But here's the le- healthy habit list. And I've added some things also when I was sitting and talking with these guys. It was one of the meetings with Guru and all that. I was saying. So one of them, they said exercise. We just said that. Yeah. But I also believe a different kind of exercise. I believe there's two exercises. One for the brain where you meditate, yoga, whatever you do, complete silence of exercise for your brain. The other exercise, I believe in high intensity exercises. I was about to say that. Yeah. Not just going out or just bump. If you're going to lift, it's going to be hard. Like what we do in our training, like when we take the guys in jiu-jitsu or crop, like constantly people are so focused. And one was like, oh my God, I'm about to die. I got to get my head in check no, exactly. with this one. That is different. 
When people say, oh, I'm exercising, okay, you're moving, it's better than the guy sitting on the couch, but you're just taking a walk back and forth. That's... You have enough, a lot of time. And I mean, jujitsu, Krav Maga, martial arts, uh, CrossFit, things like yeah, that. Even head training, yeah. even hot training. You're focused on that training versus, I will tell you from my experience, I love lifting weight. But when I'm lifting weight... Your head's just nowhere, right? No, no, I'm lifting weights. I'm focused on my rep. When I'm sitting there waiting for my next set, I'm thinking, oh, what's for dinner? What am I doing tonight? Because I'm just sitting there. That's versus in Krav, when I'm focused on hitting the person or hurting me, I'm not really thinking about, oh, I wonder what's there for dinner because I'm going to eat like, a bunch of the face or get kicked. So I'm focused on in the moment. Exactly. So. Versus when you're sitting on the bench, you have a lot of time to think. Absolutely. The other thing is reading. Learn everything. Learn. Reading is that there is a book for everything how to do. All of us as humans, anytime we want to know something, we either open the net, which we have the reading there, books there, or get a book. Yeah. How am I going to like it? When I start getting into getting my own building, getting my own van, trying to get investments, I got books. Yeah. And I saw how to read. Then I start reading about how to get better in my meditations, how to get better in yoga and all that. So I think we got um, writing is good also, and it's not some. Okay, here's the thing: some people go online and just blah 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 regurgitate. I I'm not one of the people that make fun of them because uh, here's my uh, my belief: if that's their form of how to write their emotions out, that's fine. Yeah. Because here's the thing: I despise, and I have a certain people I watch them online, so let's say some Facebook challenge came in, have a photo with your dog, or have a photo with your wife. Yeah. Then suddenly you're going to wait for that negative cunt that comes out of there while everyone is taking photo with their wife. I'm not I'm doing saying, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but good for you. Nobody asked, somebody's having fun. No, somebody's having fun. Yeah. That's it. And that's how I look at it. So like, when they say, he's an introvert, he's an, uh, uh, what is the other one? Introvert. Extrovert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Extrovert. Extrovert. Yeah. What is this shit, by yeah. the way? What is these labels? Some people like to show the world what they're feeling. Exactly. That's no, fine. That's wrong. their personality. I have no issue with it. Some don't post at all. That doesn't mean they're an introvert. They got a life of their own. Who are mm-hmm. you to go say, this is who an introvert, extra? Man, stop this crap. This needs to stop. And I think that's part of it. So when I get back to the whole writing thing, it's part of social media now became the writing. Some people write. Some exactly. You post a picture, then you put how you're feeling about things. That's just the way it is. No, exactly. And, and some, some people do secretly. They get a paper, write it, burn it. Exactly. What? I agree with you 100%. And, 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 and when I say this needs to stop, it's literally the labeling of others. Like, honestly, this is one thing. And I said it to the students. If I treat students of how they were before class, they will not come to my class. No, exactly. So the same concept work. How you are now, right now in front of me, matters. How Umar was yesterday, it does not matter. It doesn't matter, I don't know. How is Umar going to be tomorrow? It doesn't matter because be I wouldn't mo- know. Be in the moment. Huh? Be in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the moment. And it's the same with everything. And when you sit and, and, and it's conclusions after conclusions and you have to assume and think, that's the problem. This is where the brain gets hammered. And it's here. This culture is very happy about it. It America. is. So we're talking now about writing Meditation, balance your mind. That's very good. Walk is part of it, by the way. That's why I tell people, oh, I'm walking, exercise. I was like, it can be a form of meditation, but he's just walking. Don't don't call that it. Um, but don't don't walk with your phone on Starbucks and, and hey, you know, hey, walk hey. to be able to think and yep. clear your mind. Exactly. Not be walking with your phone, listening to music, uh, texting and tindering yep. and uh, with Starbucks in your hand. And you that's can't the even problem talk now. Everybody's doing this. I mean, we have become a generation that we have so much easier things in our hands. We are to be, uh, do you agree when I tell you we are the most spoiled, uh, relaxed generation of any other generations. We have everything in our hands. No, exactly. 
And that's not good, in my opinion. It just it's good to be disconnected sometimes. Yes. Like on my last trip, I turned my phone off. I put on airplane mode. We were out. I took a couple of videos, posted the videos, and put my phone on airplane mode. And one of the best friends, she was like, hey, what happens if there's an emergency and they have to call you? I'm like, I'm in another state, and I'm not a medical doctor. So if my nephew breaks his arm, yeah, I would like to know. But it's not going to benefit me knowing right now versus tomorrow morning. Because I can't do shit about it. So might as well send me a message. They don't have to get a hold of me right this fucking second. They'll be like, and then why are they calling me? I'm in another state. Why don't they call 911? Yeah. So we can say adding a point, unplug. Unplug, yeah. Unplug. Unplug from technology. Yeah. Okay. Give it on then. I like that. I need to do some time now. Uh, repetitions. 100% I believe in. Everything you have to do is repetitions. Training, meditation, right? Anything you do, you have to start getting the reps in, in your life to start. That's the process. Of course, we talked about eat healthy. Stay honest with yourself. That's what I had to be. Yeah. I took responsibility. I had to be honest with myself. And like you said, sometimes we make crazier goals. It goes wrong. Hey, I fucked it up. But there's another way. Let me, I got to figure out a way. Kindness. That's another thing we like you. Go help. Do something. Be nice to people when the things you say. You never know what the struggle of people are having. Exactly. It's not about being hard on people and cussing everybody out. Yeah. But you never know. Like sometimes say a nice gesture, somebody can make their day. And it's happened to all. It happened to people. Yeah. I help somebody around the corner or, you know, say something nice to them. And they're like, act very surprised and makes their day. I'm like, thank you. Some simple. posts I throw out sometimes. No idea. I just put it. I get some like, I needed this. Today. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Instead of you saying, yeah, assholes, you know. Yeah. So, oh, the other one, the big one, which me and you are harsh about. Travel. Learn the difference between what you need and what you want. Travel to a place that doesn't have all the ones you got. Go see how other cultures live. It's like when I get somebody on Facebook and try to talk about other cultures that didn't leave the state of Missouri, I was like, please shut up. Just please shut up. No, no, exactly. And, I, and just to kind of go further on this point, because uh, we just talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I made it on my Facebook, so we'll kind of share it here. Mm. Traveling outside the United States gives you a new perspective. You're dealing with new language, new culture. You're seeing things differently. Sometimes you'll appreciate the United States more. You'll see, oh my God, we live so much nicer. We live, we have this. And sometimes you're like, holy fuck, this country has so much nicer, blah, 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 a certain aspect. So it gives you more round approach. And everybody is going to say, well, expense, it's expensive travel. A flight from New York to Paris is $200. $200. There's a flight net right now from Chicago because I can find, I fly in flights all the time so I can like travel. I found a flight from Chicago, direct flight, Chicago to Tokyo, round trip for $250. $250 from Chicago. It means years. Yeah. Right. You can go to Jordan for $500. Go to Israel for $400 from Chicago. I mean, it's not going to be first class, but... No, no, I'm not talking about first class, but you can take a flight from Chicago to Jordan for $500 on trip. You can go to Turkey for $400. You can go to Israel. You can go to Europe. Most European countries, you can go to Germany, Italy, all these countries for less than $300 from either Chicago or New York. It's not that expensive to travel. Hotels, you can, if you really want to do it, you can do it. I have a friend who just came back. She did a month... In, in Europe, she literally took a trip for like four hundred euro, four hundred dollars, and she stayed in hostels, which is you know a room shared with multiple people, yeah. all girls, and she traveled. She wasn't trying to travel for luxury; yeah. she was trying to travel for experience, and she did it. So you can, I promise you, and you're listening, you can send me a DM, I'll tell you how. You can travel to any country, almost any country in the world, for less than a thousand dollar round trip in hotel. Most countries. 
So do it. Get a newer perspective. Go to Italy. Go to Rome. Go to you know the Vatican. Go to Israel. Go to the Middle East. Yeah. You get a new perspective. The world has changed, man. It's very more connected than ever now. It's it's easier now than it was. And break stereotypes. Like I have I have had people you know send me messages and they're like oh like just recently this girl sent me a message. She goes oh my god I went to Lebanon and oh my fucking god I had such a negative stereotype about Lebanon and I walked in and I can't even party as hard as they can. It's a party city. I was like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, it's a major well, party remember city. remember that idiot that sent and thought it was Indian and then she said, do you guys take a shit on the floor? Yeah, exactly. Remember that dumbass? Yeah. Well, we're not Indians. I, I know. But I had to tell, I was like, um, no, and that's not always happens in India. And then she kept pushing. And then I said, do you fuck the plumber every time it comes to the door? She's like, what? <laughs> because exactly. we watch TV. <laughs> exactly. That's she didn't like that answer. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, things to stop negativity and how to correct your mind. First of all, blaming. Stop that shit. Take responsibility. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you there's, it's like shit can happen. There is, hey, do understand, I believe, there is really, really piece of shit to be bothered. Trust me, there are, and they will do piece of shit stuff to you. Trust me, I agree with you, but it's not going to change it by blaming them. It's mm-hmm. not. You just got to accept it, take responsibility. I've been around this shit. I got to get out of it. But uh, like I have, you know, I have a f- certain friend that I cut off my life recently because she is a negative cunt and she caused too much drama. But instead of me saying she is a bad person, I blame her, blame her. No, I took personal responsibility yep. and I said, it's my fault. That I lack judgment and I allowed myself well, to be friends. Well, you got bit a few times and you kept yeah. giving a chance. Yeah, right? and I gave her chances yeah. more than she should. And I allowed myself to be friends with somebody who was not really a good part of my life. And I cut her out. Versus I can sit here and blame, oh, this and that. She's that person. But no, at the end of the day, I allowed her in my life. So it's technically my fault. Yep. Another thing is a big in this country, I saw. Successful people are greedy and selfish. Wrong. I'm telling you right now. I have met a guy... That I am like going through desperate thing with loans and stuff and having so much problems with uh, this and frustration. Just, you know, an entrepreneur life is hard, man. Especially, you know, with a business room. This guy, out of nowhere, he's just successful. He said, he looked at me, he knew me from one of my assistants. He said, I want to help you. First thing I said, what is in it for you? He's like, nothing. I've been your place. Yeah. And somebody came one day and helped me and showed me. I want to help you out and show you. So, and this guy has, is loaded. So you can't just sit and go with the stigma that this country taught you. Every rich person or successful person is the devil. Sorry, they really work for that. They're scumbags, I agree. That's not the majority, I'll tell you right now. But if you look at their, their entrepreneurship efforts and what they give well, back. nobody sees that. They don't see that. They just that. see the They success. don't see that. And then, and then people, I, you know what I really hate? This is my personal thing. Mm. I see this on Facebook. It says, oh, so-and-so gave $2 million to a good cause. Oh, piece of shit only gave $2 million? Yeah. Well, how much did you give? <laughs> I'm not talking about, no, no, I'm not going to say $2 million, but let's say you make 100K. Did you give 200000 or 20K off your income? That's 20% of your income. They give 20% of their income. Yeah. Then what? And you're like, oh, that's not enough. Then go there. When you start giving 30% of your income, we'll talk. So it's percentage-wise. This person makes 10 million, he gives two. Yeah. You make 100, you give zero. So who's better? Absolutely. Um, the other one, believing everything you hear, and you don't have your mind of your own. You don't research. Absolutely. People in see they read the banner in one article. It's like, can you just click on the damn article, see what's the date, and what is it, if it's the onion, or what is it, or the, you know, we always laugh at people. Boom, share the, oh my God, the Muslims are coming, and they're in our trash bins. 
<laughs> By the way, th- this is a sidetrack, but talk about that. Uh, there's a show on Netflix right now that just came up. I just watched it. It's talking about the elections in this company, and they went bankrupt and caused the company. What these guys were doing, they were gathering data about every single person in the world, not only in the U.S., about Facebook and social media, and putting it in a psychological profiles. Mm-hmm. So basically, they create psychological profile and send us ads specifically yes. related to things that they know will trigger us. So let's say you get triggered by women rights. They make sure to send you things about your candidates that specifically say something about women rights. What did I say? Steve, stay away from politics and religion. No, no, exactly. So, so they literally target. Yeah. So you're what you're seeing on your Facebook is different from what and I'm what seeing. seeing. And and this company, by the way, before people say, "Oh, Trump, this Trump, that," this company worked on the Obama campaign and they worked for the Trump campaign. Yep. And it became public. The company declared, announced it, and they basically de- declared bankruptcy. And it's, I will link it and the name and the and the thing. I can't yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. But it's a good show on Netflix. Oh, well, I gotta watch that. You know, I heard something. Actually, my coach Nikki was something. Yeah, it's crazy. They literally they they talked about the elections that they, they won all around the world, and they took campaigns like Brexit, Trump, Obama, things like that. They basically take a campaign and know how to market it to specific people to show you. Like for example, they talked about and just to keep it brief, talked about like they will target people who knew are from certain psychological uh, background to show them ads about Hillary Clinton with the name Hillary with the with the O in it as handcuffs of the Clinton. So they literally made a logo that specifically shows to people like that versus people who are had, you know, psychological triggers about military. They start showing them Benghazi ads, people who had, you know, triggers it about, sense. I get these guys that share shit and I can tell them where the fuck. No, no, but they, they're, they're literally, from. she said, so basically yeah. to make it simple, they're gathering about 600 points on people. And what they're doing is, uh, what they're doing is they say, oh, you're interested in military? We show you Benghazi. You're interested about you hate Hillary we, or woman? We show you anti, you know, men uh, men achievements and anti-woman things and that, about cheating Hillary and husband cheated on her and she's not qualified to do. Oh, you, you, you were worried about Medicare? We show you ads about Medicare. So they're specifically designing ads that are playing to your emotional sense and responses and even with articles. So keep in mind, we're seeing a lot of things on social media, but a lot of times companies are designed and even advertisement of products they're designing they're getting to the phones now because we're getting some ads on each app exactly you're getting specific Mm -hmm. ads that's specific for you you know you like certain things you're getting ads for it and it's not because Facebook is dirty because they own WhatsApp the other day I was talking to my family something came in the mail I was like who sent this my dad's like you saw that too some commercial yeah yeah exactly so they're 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 literally targeting people like that Um, uh, a couple of other things we got Um, believing everything okay the belief you need other people to complete you. Oh, this is so common. Oh, shit. Everybody has to have someone. Everybody has to, They don't live with themselves. No. And that's a problem. That's that's just major. Because that's where you get in with the wrong circles or the group person. It was like when I see somebody, this is my life. I love my kid. I love him to death. He's everything to me. But I can't call him just my life. What happened if something happened to him? I him. Exactly. I kill myself. No, oh, exactly. And that's when people are like, oh, she's my life, or this is my life, or that. You are putting a trap that is really bad. No, exactly. And I feel like, uh, you know, my last breakup, he called me to check on me. Like, how are you doing? And I was like, no, I'm good. Because mm-hmm. I designed my life in that specific way that, yes, this person is a good part of my life. They're a positive person. I like them. But when I break up with them, they're they're gone. My life is not dependent on them. So I didn't build my house on sand, I build it on a solid foundation and there are the house next to me 
when that house is gone, I still have my own house. So when I was like, all right, cool, let me break up with this specific person and she's gone. My life was still the same. My life didn't change one bit. I didn't change one routine about me, nothing at all. It doesn't mean I lack empathy or lack emotions. It just says I didn't depend my entire happiness and my entire schedule and my entire everything on that, on that person. And I see it firsthand. I see this couple that they don't even go to to the, get their haircut without the significant other going with them. They don't go to the bathroom without a significant other. They don't go out without their significant other. And I'm like, what happens if she dies? What happens if she breaks up? Average divorce. That's why some of them lose their mind, man. Then you're going to go crazy because yeah, divorce. Some of them lose their mind and they get into like kill each other, beat the hell out you know, of each other. You know, divorce rates are 70%. Yes. So if she divorces your ass, you're going to go crazy because yeah. you don't even know how to go out. You don't know how to do things. You don't know how to do anything. Yeah. So start empowering each other and stop with this bullshit of, oh, I can't do it without so and so. Yes, you can. Oh, you can. A lot of people moved on and all that. And absolutely. Um, the other one, which is a biggie, stop being a believer and be a seeker. I am big on this. Believer, and here's, and I'm going to put that out there, my big people. I don't believe in organized religion, especially in the more I'm going. I don't, I, I had a, saw a talk with my dad. He's a devout Muslim. Even if I don't say to him, organized religion, a religion. He, he said in Arabic, muassasa. Yeah. It's like a, what, a company? Is that yeah. in English? A corporation. A corp, yeah. a corp. He's like, if you want to be religious, keep it to yourself. Exactly. But he doesn't go to Moscow or in Saudi Arabia. What is the shock now hit Saudi Arabia? Yeah. When Prince Mohammed came. Mm. Now, first of all, suddenly, women are not supposed to cover. We all like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly that changed. Remember back in our time? Yeah. No, they're modernizing. <laughs> the other thing stopped. Friday prayer is not a must. You have to be it's at not the required mosque. anymore. Half yeah. of them wanted to jump off the roof because it fucked their brains. They're used to it. They're but here's the problem. Believers go in the group. Seekers are always alone because I want to seek. I question. And there's people who's like, you know, I believe in the supreme being creation. Okay. And that's what it stops with me. And everybody else wants to, like, they're in a group. We're here praying every day and putting the cross in front of us or whatever book and whatever this. Have you seen any of this? Ask questions. Ask questions. Let's be honest. Ask questions. How do you know all this? What is the fact? Well, it says in the Bible. What about the Bible? Ask questions about that. You know, proof. Yeah. So this is my opinion. And it's not just because of religion, but I have to give this as my opinion. But in everything, you have to be the seeker. Don't just because so-and-so said it. I even tell you guys, my students, hey, I teach this. There's some others. I bring others. But if, if you applied the logic of religion and writing college papers, you will fail. If you write a paper Bingo. about MMA and I say Philas said, I will get an F on that assignment. Right say there. fuck you and Philas. Yep. Who the fuck said it? What you need to research and prove shit I, and cross check. So if I if I use the same logic and I say, well, God said in the Bible. Well, hold on. Did you cross-check that reference? Did you look into further? Did you look into the Bible itself? Did you look at the history of the Bible? You didn't look at shit. And you just said so, so the Bible, by the way, guys. We're not talking we have about all the religions in our bloodline. But so. but it's just saying uh, this book said it, and yeah. I'm bas- it's a basically easy way. If I say the Quran said so and so, stop discussing it. Well, why? That's why. Did we now, the why? Book? Why are these guys? The fanatics are losing their mind in Saudi Arabia because they never questioned it. They never. And now suddenly it changed. Like. I, and the funny part, I was telling one of my cousins, he, he really went in shock. Like, he texted me, what's up? I was like, let me ask you a question. You know, I'm sarcastic. I was like, did a lightning bolt hit you? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? What are, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, did, did lightning hit you? He's like, for us, what is going on? I was like, I'm asking you. Answer my question right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. No, of course. What lightning bolt is going to hit me in my house? I'm like, oh, so 
Now and suddenly the prayer and the hijab went away and all that. Your life well, what change. do you guys, are these things change? Did the, the earth shake? Did it get devoured and something came out and <laughs> separated everybody? Like how you guys believe? Sometimes I honest to God, <laughs> I said that to my son. My son is funny because I look at teenagers, they were logical more than us now. Young generation. Yeah. I'm convinced of some of this. I told him, I was like, you know, son, growing up, I told him the story and he looked at me. I told him what the teachers tell us. I was like, I know, it sounds like shit from the Lord of the Rings. He's like, Dad, I swear to God, I was going to say that. <laughs> no, yeah. I told him what they used to teach us. And bow and all this stuff. I was like, huh? No, I ask questions about uh, this whole story about Noah and putting all the animals. Muslims believe in it. Christians believe in it. Everybody believes in it. But I had questions. I was like, first of all, there's animals that are only in certain regions of the world, like in Australia. There's animals only in the U.S. How did somebody in one region manage to get all these exotic animals? First question. Second of all, how did he build a ship to fit all these animals? Third of all, technically, that means the lower animals were getting shitted on. Let's let's be honest, because they were there. Was it like enclosed? Was it open? How and why? You know, there's never finding. We keep finding things in Iraq and here they're wrecks, but you can never find anything. They found the Roman emperors and all this, this and that. We found dinosaurs. We found dinosaurs, but we can't find fucking remains of dinosaurs in Iraq. They found no wreck in Iraq, but there's no dinosaurs. Where the fuck did the dinosaurs go? Not there. How come there's no kangaroos? Well, yeah, well, they have lions and tigers. I'm like, all right. How, how come there's no? How come there's no kangaroos in the Middle East? If Noah was in the Middle East and he had kangaroos, so where where did they go? Kangaroos can't live in the Middle East. No, no, but where did they go? The, the, logically, they should be there. I should have. I should see one in the My desert. My head hurts just right now discussing this because well, at the end of the day, see. But anyway, before people think we're going atheists on them, so that is not what we just say. Just yes. believe in anything you want. So, um, a couple of things, uh, questions. Remember, did you get a question? I got hit by someone. I don't want to go through all of them, but one uh, caught my attention. And if you don't mind, I want to... No, no, let's that. go for it, then we'll wrap it up. Okay, cool. Um, shit, it's my Instagram. I, I hate how they change things right now. It, it irritates me. This whole lithogram thing they did. All right. Um... Thank you, Francis and Irma, for coming back. How my question is about you guys are speaking about motivation and lack of motivation. I understand all that. I lost my motivation. I don't have that spark anymore in my life. What do you advise someone like this? Or how or, or, or what? How can I explain this? Uh, is, why is he bouncing all over the place? But okay, I can understand this. So, well, here's the thing. I think we've discussed about it a lot in the uh, beginning. And I'm going to repeat it again. Again, the lack of motivation. Because you're sitting, you think you have a purpose. And I think he's a college kid when I'm looking at this. And I think a lot of people, especially in college, they go to the point which, again, we suffer from our faculties. The vivid sense of memory and the great imagination. Don't worry about the future. Yeah. Yep. So what's going? Boom, boom, boom. They're not in. I understand. We've been students. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, oh my God, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? So you're more, you did not lose it. <laughs> Everybody has that spark in them. But you have to be in the now. I mean, it's, it's, okay, so a couple of things we do. Like when I said, uh, we, you set the intentions, right? Yeah. And start focusing on the process. You can't get in harmony with that if you don't start really devout to it. And honestly, if you think about it, part of it, let's say one of the things I learned. You have a thought. Let's say I have a goal. I set up this and this is my process. When a negative word or an action that comes in my head, 
that is not part of my process, I need to make a note of that and not do it again. Exactly. You know, just that moment, whatever it is, I can't define it because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Your negative moment is be my different negative exactly. moment. Maybe like to you, you like somebody's like, come up, you fat fuck. That's not negative to you. That's something empowering to you. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Somebody says that to me, sucks me off like really different. Yeah. So, it depends. But, I'm just saying, don't send me that publicly. Yeah, like, yeah, no. It's my close <laughs> friends. They send me that to motivate me to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you send me that, I'll cuss you out. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of this, you have to change it because so you can, it, you're aligned. You look at your mind and your body as an alignment. Mm-hmm. If anything like clicks alignment like a car, what happens? It keeps going left or right. Yeah. Realign yourself. And the best way is, is keep your best intention. This whole process, this whole thing that we're talking about is of consciousness. How you regain your conscious. Because honestly, once you get back to that middle ground, you'll figure out, like, man, half of my life I was unconscious. Yeah. Because you're not being in the now. You are in the past or in, in the, the future. future. I, I mean, he's a, I, I, he's a college student. And I truly understand what they're going through. Yeah. If I, if I can add my perspective yeah, yeah. to it. First of all, realize three things. Is, are you lacking motivation on something that is important in your life? Are you a college kid and you don't have motivation to go to college anymore? Then I understand this is a process to take you to the next place. Then you have to force yourself to not be motivated, but force yourself to do the work because it's temporarily and that's going to take you to something else that you will feel passionate about. If it's something not important, like let's say all of a sudden you don't feel motivated to lift weights. But, but it's important for you to be healthy. Well, don't lift weights. Go fucking running marathons. Go do yoga. Go join a jiu-jitsu gym. Go join a craft gym. If it's not important to you, if you're a bodybuilder and you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't feel motivation about lifting weights, then suck it up and force yourself to do it. Uh, and, and then you, that motivation is going to come back when you start to keep getting it. It's a habit. Once you start going to the gym on a daily basis, you're going to get that habit back. But if I'm all of a sudden doing, you know, yoga and I feel like, oh shit, I'm not really motivated about it. Is it really important to me? No, fuck it. I don't need it. Quit it. It's nothing wrong with quitting things that are not important to you. If you don't like the job you're doing, change your career. If it's possible, if you're, but if you're lacking motivation about something that's a big part of your life, like for me, weightlifting is very important of my mm-hmm. life. Because it helps me in other things. So I can't exactly quit weightlifting and start becoming a runner. So what I do is I force myself to go. College, if you're in college and you like motivation to go in college, trust us, we all been there. We all like the motivation. But you show up in the morning and do it realizing, you know what? I'm going to graduate and I'm going to make set amount of dollars. When I was in college, my my motivation was 100K. It was like, I'm going to graduate and make 100K. I'm going to graduate and make 100K. And force yourself to do it. Suck up now to achieve your next goal quote unquote because this is the process the process not doesn't you don't have to be passionate about the process as long as it's the end you have to be committed you have to be committed committed but if if it's and again it depends on what the process is college yes you want a good job then yeah fucking suck it up the passion comes with commitment sometimes you fall off a lot but everything we're passionate about is what we want but college by itself is a whole different animal man I mean you're there you're exactly. there. Just I mean, that's why I'm, I'm looking at him and I knew immediately. And I was like, yeah, you're there. You're in the process. Just be 100% committed to it. All right. So a couple of things I want to leave before we wrap it up. When things, uh, like when I was talking about this, this a lot of this, it really requires a tremendous, a tremendous mental and physical effort. Don't you agree? I agree. It is. It entitles constant moment to moment monitoring. You have to monitor it. And when I say monitoring it, habits your movement your words your thinking see that's why I say it. it's, it's, that's why they say develop it's healthy easy. habits yes but it, you have to monitor it you have to monitor on yeah. daily basis yeah. and don't get us wrong when Omar was talking about sometimes you get a there's okay I'm telling you give yourself right now the authority to say I'm having my fuck off moment 
Nothing wrong with that. Dude, I had one week. I kicked off. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, that was my last weekend. I, I needed this. Yeah, I was like, I'm done. And honestly, part of it was my surgery. When I saw myself getting up and then I almost, I'm like, you know what? I'm unplugging right now. I'm exactly. Do it. So you have to monitor every thought and uh, and the words and your deeds. And then you you, you also be involved in, in choice making consciously. That's what I was trying to get. Start being conscious about your choices. When you change, you are unconscious. Basically, you're just doing, just shooting from the hip shit. Yeah. I was one of them. I was big time one of those. Like someone pissed me off, boom, I just shoot from the hip. I don't, no, and it's it's, it's, it's it, like I said, it's it's a, a process uh, of how to start becoming conscious. Man, once you hit that level, you'll be amazed at what you can. It's basically I want to leave with this quote. I'm gonna like I'm gonna then continue from here. I believe in this thing, and I share with my students every day. There's nothing you cannot be. There's nothing you cannot do, and there's nothing you cannot have. That is very true. Everything. It's a mindset. I'm going to use one example and I'm giving it to Irma from here. Jim Carrey. I could, he said something. When he first started, he one day sat, wrote a check. <laughs> a check to himself. In five years, you will get paid $10 million for acting service rendered. He wrote in the memo. So I left it in the wallet. It crumbled. It deteriorated. He got a contract for Dumb and Dumber for $10 million. But he was in the process, by the way. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, he no, was no. not sitting yeah. on TV watching TV, and then the <laughs> no. $10 million showed up <laughs> no. magically. It worked. He's you been know? in a lot of movies. He had to impress them to get the, yeah. No, I no, mean. exactly. Um, so just to wrap it up from yeah. my side, I firmly believe a motivation without a process is shitty and useless. Nick Hughes said, uh, motiv- uh, you're going to be a motivated idiot, which is very true. Yep. If you have motivation, I want to make $10 million, but I'm going to sit at home all day, then you're not going to make shit. <laughs> very simple. Second of all, you got to understand motivation is like showering. It's not something you have in your life and you go on. you got to force yourself to do things to get that motivation back. I like Somet- I've never heard about this shower. So, so, so sometimes, sometimes the motivation is showing up. Yes, I don't feel like going to work out, but if I show up, I will feel better afterwards. So maybe force yourself to show up is part of the process to get that motivation back focus on healthy eating focus on 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 who you surround yourself with whether they're negative people or positive people surround yourself people that motivate you and make your goals clear i posted my goal on instagram i want to lose certain amount of weights in certain amount of time i have people that are holding me accountable people go to the gym with me or people who are just friends people that i'm dating you know my wife my fiance whatever they're holding me accountable by saying hey you're on your goals. Asking me how I'm doing. It's it's self-motivation. When you have a person texting in the morning, hey, are you eating healthy? What the fuck are you doing? Did you fuck your weekend up? It's holding myself. I have a best of challenge, uh, 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 check and balances. And people say, and here's my thought. People say, I know it all. You never know it all. You're never good enough. You will have to always learn and grow in your life. Forever. So you can't, you Forever. can't. And it's good to have coaches. It's good to have mentors. And people say, well, I don't need that. Well, bull fucking shit. Michael Jordan had coaches till the day he retired. I do. Uh, you have coaches. Everybody has coaches. Have. You know, Phil Heath, Phil Heath, top fucking bodybuilder that won seven Olympias has a coach. Arnold has a uh, coach. Yeah. Every single person, a professional athlete, these guys are making, you know, what's his name? Uh, Curry, the basketball player. Yeah. 
making millions of dollars every game. He has a coach. He doesn't fucking need a coach. You don't think he knows how to play basketball? He does, but he has a coach. UFC fighters have coaches. Yeah. Then stop with this mentality. I'm good. I don't need fucking coach. Get a coach. It doesn't have to be a bodybuilding coach no, or an MMA. A have a, a fucking life coaches. Have not. a life fucking coach. Have a coach that motivates you. Or it doesn't even have to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Has somebody that inspire you. Somebody that you can somebody talk to. with wisdom. Wisdom that you can bounce an idea off of that. Be like, hey, man, I'm really thinking about doing this. What do you think? And give you the knowledge to do it, move forward. So have coaches and stop the process of, oh, I know it all. Because you don't. And, and, and honestly, with motivation, it's something that sometimes you have to force yourself to do. And if you lack motivation about certain aspect of your life, if I really don't like red cups, then change the red cup. Get something else, that different cup. That Get something else that actually like, if you don't like your job and you're not motivated about it, get a new fucking job. But if it's something that's a process, that nobody's going to fucking enjoy dieting. I'm cutting weight. I'm not really happy happy that I don't get to drink this weekend and I don't get to the do shit. Never it's a fun. process. I've never seen a fun process. It's not a process. I'm not going to be motivated and very excited that, you know what? I don't get to eat out for the next five months. I'm really fucking excited that I'm going to fucking suffer for the next month. But guess what? It's the fucking process. I'm going to suck it up and, and do the process because I will enjoy my next step. It's not about the process. The process is just commitment. You don't have to be motivated about it. You don't have to be motivated to eat fucking chicken and then rice every day. You just have to fucking do it. Uh-huh. And I think that that's, wraps it up for us. We went way too fucking long. We did? Yeah. <laughs> like an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, well, let them. They missed us and we missed them and we're going to kick it off. So anyways, um, it's good to be back, guys. We're going to start kicking off things. Uh, we got a different format coming up. First of all, good job on the studio. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to be on YouTube. We try to be on YouTube. We'll see how <laughs> yeah, that, let's goes. see how that works. I think we got the camera up there, so we'll see yeah, how that we'll goes. We'll see. And we have a couple of guests that are very interested in joining yes. us. We got uh, a nice list of guests this time. Yeah. We have a list of guests that are yeah. literally waiting it's to be on the show. We're trying to balance because we felt um, when we sat, me and Omar, and talk about our goals for this podcast, because trust me, we're this is our baby. This is something... Like, and I'm going to say it on this podcast. This is something that's going to take off. And you guys are going to say, those sons of bitches said it. But we're in yep. the process. We're learning from basic. We fucked up cameras. We fucked up microphones. We, we're just learning. You know, it's a process. Even the studio, up. yeah, everything. Yeah, but what we noticed, we had a lot of guests more than us. So we're trying to balance us. Versus guests. Yeah. Versus guests. So we're working on it, guys. But I, I, I'm going to come up with a bunch of guests that I'm like, aha. Yeah, this is gonna I'm be very excited about yeah, that. This is, this is really going to be interesting. So anyway... Great time, it's good to be back, and let's kick it off.